You're listening to Fire Ecology Chats, a podcast series by the Association for Fire Ecology. Hello, everyone. My name is Bob Keane, and I am the host of the Fire Ecology Chats and also the editor of Fire Ecology. And today uh, we have an international group that are going to give us a podcast. I am really honored to present to you Mark and Marta. They recently created one of the most cited papers that we've had here at Fire Ecology. The name of the paper is Empowering Strategic Decision-Making Wildfire Management, Avoiding the Fear Trap and Creating a Resilient Landscape. Mark, could you introduce yourself and tell us who you work for? I'm Mark Castello. I work for the Fire Service in Catalonia and also work as an expert for the European Union in wildfire analysis. Okay, thanks. And Marta, what about you? I'm Marta Miralles. I also work in the fire service. I'm a fire analyst, and I work with Mark. And the third author is of this paper. She's a researcher. She's called Nuria Prat and works for a NGO for Pau Costa Foundation. One of the reasons this paper was so popular is because it was written for the managers to avoid some fear traps in fighting wildfires. So, Mark, could you tell us why would people want to read this paper? What about this paper that makes it uh, very exciting? Well, this paper, we tried to focus on that paper, what a fear trap is and how we can avoid it. So, as a firefighter, we are confronting wildfires that are becoming more intense, that can spread faster, and they are threatening a lot more values than they used to be due to climate change and due to landscape change and social economic changes. So for firefighters, just to think what the fire will do, what the fire can do, it's complex and sometimes it requires a lot of high-tech simulators. So we we try to expose in this article a, a logical methodology just to identify the potential of the fire and, and to provide a tool for any firefighter to explain what's going to happen, what can you do, and what will make the difference if you do one thing or the other thing. It allows you to talk with the fire and explain people and explain your, your, your pulse what is going, what is going to be the day ahead with you. So it, it's a, it's a tool that works for a firefighter, but also works for managers and also works for owners. It's a way of communicating a complex language of fire behavior, fire analysis, and especially impacts in our ecosystem. So when you bring fire ecology into the fire analysis, you need a language to make it clear to, to be able to communicate. And that's what we try to provide from our experience in the last three years. That is wonderful. It is well needed. Uh, Marta, I wonder if you could give us a little uh, peek into the details of this collaboration. How does it improve what it already exists? The main uh, issue, I think, uh, is that we have to make a lot of decisions uh, between the short term uh, and things that we can build a lot of information of on short term risks and uh, decisions we have to make on longer term uh, on on more uncertain risk and this balance between the short term and the long term between the risk we know better and the uncertainties that we don't know so much, uh, but maybe have a larger impact. Uh, I think this, this has not been uh, explored uh, before. 
So I think this is a that was a very exciting uh, way of of looking at this problem. Yeah, it it is very exciting. Mark, I wonder is this going to be useful to all firefighting agencies worldwide, or is it specific to Europe? Well, it, it's it's a robust methodology. We have checked it in different locations, of course. Europe and the Mediterranean Europe is where we are working, but we've done that in the in the Atlantic states of Western Europe, also in Scandinavia, and then we apply last year in Chile and in Bolivia, and and also in in, in Indonesia. So it it works everywhere because what it does is look at the fire potential and look at the human factors. We all have fear somehow in front of the unexpected. When you feel uncertain about what to do, your your natural natural way of action of you just just do a step back or try to defend yourself, or, or that's what fear does. Fear fear just make you slow down your decision making, and you want to make sure. And in in, in this methodology, we all, we we just provide a line of understanding what is happening, what's going to happen, and what how you will make a difference, how you can change what's going to happen, and and how we. You can shape the future. I mean, how you can shape the result of your decision. So it's it's not a, a, a technical methodology that bring a new tool. It's just a way you're organizing the thoughts and organizing the information to make possible we all understand what is happening, how we can make the difference, or how we can consider different values instead of risk and emergency. Also, ecology, uh, also landscape resilience. So bringing in different values and understanding the cost of opportunity of any decision, it's working everywhere. So it's a way we find it was useful because, as you know, Europe is a populated continent. We have a lot of people living in our goods, so we had to explain our decisions as fast as possible to make sure society understands, society supports it, and they understand why we are letting some kind of fire go because they can improve the ecosystems or they can change the risk. So being able to communicate that in real time, it, it was a need. So I think it makes that robust and it, it makes it work everywhere. Thanks for that. Uh, Marta, are, are there any future plans? Do you have any other papers in mind to partner with this paper? Yes, I think it's very important to keep on working on, on this line uh, because we need tools to facilitate decision making. Uh, at last, a forest fire uh, uh, is a big emergency where a lot of people are making decisions. And any tool we have uh, to improve this decision making, not only uh, from you know the big fire chief, but all people who are making decisions, uh, that is key uh, to us. Incredibly important and exciting work you've been doing. Would you like to? Recognize any funding agencies or other people that helped develop this paper? Well, that paper was developed by Catalan Fire Service and the also Powercast Foundation, and it was helped also by, by DG Echo, which means civil protection mechanism in, in Europe, when they help us to share that in, in other fire deployments in South America. But mainly all different fire agencies in Western Europe, as well as U.S. Forest Service in our experience in the United States. Okay. Thank you very much, you two. Really appreciate it. Please.
continue to submit these wonderful papers to Fire Ecology. And thanks, everyone. Okay, thanks a lot.